Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. My name is Corby LaCroix, and the song you're hearing right now is called Great and Mighty One, available on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your music. But for now, recording from the Unscripted Studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard, here's your host and my friend, Aaron Conrad. Great Redeemer, God of Grace. All right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted from my basement, and I promise, uh, very soon studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard. I've been teasing it for a while. I'm seeing, I got construction pictures. I promise you it's coming. Thank you, Corby, for the intro on the audio. Uh, my guest today, I actually sent him a quick message, and I know everything's unscripted, but I did ask for a little bio. And he is from Cleveland. His dad owns a Polish sausage shop there, which I love. And then I love that you're from Cleveland. Uh, He went to the Ohio State University uh, where he studied English and education. He's been with homage for nine years. And I, he can't wait for the day when Cleveland wins a World Series, and I am 100% with you, brother. Um, my, my guest today is Mark Jaworski, the senior manager, marketing manager for Homage uh, here in Colum- Columbus, Ohio, right? That's that's correct. Right, right down the street uh, from the, from the airport is is where our offices are. So, okay, so you guys, so do you have a do you have a fact like like do you have a I mean, we're jumping right in, but do you have a, do you have a, I assume you guys do all your production right there? Um, so we do all of our, all of our like graphic design and stuff like that. Um, as far as like sourcing and production and stuff, there's uh, for, for printing, there's different, you know, print vendors and, you know, screen printers and digital printers that we use uh, in Columbus. And then our cut and sew uh, setup is in California. Um, and there's a couple of companies they are all, they're all out on the West coast. Um, you know, for, for our garments and stuff like that. So most of what you buy online uh, is produced in, in California um, and, and whatnot. So, but yeah, everything is designed here. Our, our team's here. Um, you know, our founder is from Bexley uh, and there's a lot of folks, uh, you know, from the neighborhood that, that work here, uh, which is pretty neat. So, and I'm not originally from here, so it's, it's nice to be kind of welcomed into into the community um as, as graciously as i have been by uh by the folks who, who started this thing back in in 2007 so. so 2007 and i i got we got we have to press pause i gotta put in put a pin in our conversation i have to say one thing to you before uh before we move any further um this podcast is nearing 100 episodes and you and i've been in constant email contact really for the last several months well not monthly but but you know um yeah We've been in contact. I wanted to tell you guys that, um, you know, there's, I don't know, millions of podcasts in the world and there's a new one every day or hundreds of thousands of new one every day. But Homage got behind a guy that they'd never even heard of or met before and said, hey, man, good luck to you. And so I just wanted to say thank you because I'm a local guy. Um, You know, you guys gave me a little bit of wind in my sails, a lot of wind, honestly, to just say, hey, good luck to you. And I wanted to thank you for that personally. Um, And, you know, publicly <laughs> for as many people as listen to this, I want to thank you for that because it, it really, I mean, you know, that stuff makes a difference when somebody's getting started because, you know, it could make all the difference in the world. So thank you. I wanted to say that before we got any further in our conversation. No, totally. We're, we're, you know, it's, it's exciting, uh, you know, to see the strides made and, and all that. And I think, you know, I'll, everyone here, as far as I can tell, has the same opinion. This is something that my dad, you know, taught me when I was, when I was a kid too, um, you know, a rising tide lifts lifts all boats kind of thing i know it sounds sounds cheesy but i, I you know when the community is successful and people within the community are doing their thing and they're and they're you know having uh success it, it helps everyone out and 
know, that was something, like I said, my dad told me that when I was, when I was younger, you mentioned his, his store, uh, it's, it's a family butcher shop, Polish sausage shop in, in Cleveland. Um, and my grandfather started it in the thirties and, you know, everyone in my family, cousins, brothers, sisters, we've all worked there as kids and, and whatnot. So, uh, you know, I was 10, 12 years old and there's all kinds of other butcher shops, uh, you know, similar businesses, up, you know, on the street. Um, and this was back in, in Slavic Village in, in Cleveland. And uh, I don't, people would come in from the other businesses. Hey, Mark, you got this. My, my dad's name's Mark as well. So, uh, hey, Mark, you got that. And he would always give them stuff. And it's like, Dad, why are you like, those are our competitors. Why are you helping them out? And like, he just never, he never saw it that way. It was always yeah. like, no, we're all like, someone from maybe Giant Eagle came in, maybe we wouldn't help them out as much. But, you know, <laughs> otherwise, like, you know, within the community, we're all in it, you know, together, all trying to help one another. Um, and we're all, we all have kind of the same goals and it, it was less of a competition and, and more of a, of, of a community. So, um, happy to, long story short, happy to, happy to be able to, you know, give you some support early on and, um, excited to, to see what, what comes next. Yeah, man, it, it was awesome. And a lot of people were like, Hey man, did, 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 did that really happen? And I'm like, yeah, man, great company. And, and they just, you know, got, got uh, behind it and helped out. So uh, again, huge, huge thanks. So I just want to make sure we covered that before we got any further, because you guys have been, you know, we're, we're really supportive in the beginning and I appreciate that. So, um, all right. Uh, one of the quotes I wrote down that I love, I love the video you guys have. And that's, I think when I watched that video, I said, man, that's what I want unscripted to be. Um, cause the narrative in that video, and I think I've tweeted it a few times and I'll do it again. I'll put it in this post, but the narrative in that video is so cool about stories and how we all have a story and our stories connect and inspire us. Right. And I, and that was, it's like, if I could have written a script, that was it. That was, that was, uh, it was just, I connected with that so much. And one of my favorite lines in that video says something as simple as a t-shirt can bring strangers together who eventually discover just how much they have in common. Um, it, let's talk a little bit about homage itself and because I do want to hear your story too, but, but let's talk a little bit about homage and what you, you know, the company you work for every day and who you, you know, who you spend your time working for that. That's such a great line because it's so true, man. You can go to a complete stranger and if they got a two one six t-shirt on, I'm in, I, you're my friend now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, is that true? And, and what is it like to, to be a part of that? Yeah, I think, you know, it, it's, it's exciting. I, I think that would be the, the term I would use. Um, uh, you know, it's, I think it's cool, uh, as well, but I think it's, you know, above all, I think it's, it's just exciting. Um, especially, you know, like you said, everyone has a story and, you know, being able to, being able to, you know, drum up, uh, the emotions and the feelings and, and the things around what's important in people's lives is a pretty neat feeling. Uh, and it's why I think a lot of us here, I've been here for nine years. There's a lot of folks on the marketing team that have been here for four years, five years, 10 years or more. Um, and I think that story element is a big part of it. You know, you mentioned in the beginning, I, I read books in college and was, you know, on, on track to be a high school English teacher um, and whatnot. And never would have envisioned working for a company, uh, a retail company or an apparel company. Um, but then, you know, once you're kind of in, and it started for me as a summer job, and, you know, it was like, oh, this is pretty cool. You know, this is this is not just like a clothing company. There's something more here. And once you're kind of in that environment and, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're talking about stuff that's meaningful, um, it just, I don't know, it becomes a part of a part of you. And it, 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 I think, is why everyone, a lot of folks on our team are, are here or have been here as, as long as they have because it's a neat thing to be able to do. So I don't know if, if that answered your question, but 
um, it's it's cool. And and we have, you know, I, I like to think we have a, a, a large impact within the community in a, in a good way, not just like, oh, yeah, that's that brand that sells T-shirts. But, oh, that's that brand that, you know, did that Not All Heroes Wear Capes last year mm-hmm. at the beginning of the pandemic. And they raised over, you know, $70,000 for uh, the Huckleberry House here in, in Columbus, which, you know, helps homeless populations. Um, in a time that they were hit particularly hard. Like, I also hope people identify us with with the work that we do in that respect uh, as well, because um, at the end of the day, that's, you know, that's the most rewarding, that's the most rewarding stuff uh, that we do here, at least in, in my opinion, so. And it's awesome to have that kind of platform, right? That, that, that your company has grown to the place where you can have that kind of platform, where you can you can put out a t-shirt that that does make that kind of an impact. You know, there, there's a ton of t. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, there's so everybody. You know, there's a t-shirt place everywhere. You can just Google online and find a bazillion of them. But are they all big enough, or do they have that kind of heartbeat for their city, or even nationally? I would think. For, for, you know, as large as homages, I would think there's a national footprint too, where you guys can have impact that that not a lot of places can have. And you've earned that right by having done all that you guys have done. Is that fair? Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, you know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to say like, I don't pay too close of attention to other brands. Not that I am, you know, think that they're, I just kind of keep my nose down and, you know, I try to do what we, we can do here. Um, you know, I try to build uh, within within this brand, so I, I can't speak for you know how much other brands may or may not you know contribute to the community in the ways that we do. Um, I don't mean any disrespect when I say I don't pay sure. attention to it. It's just it's just one of those things. Like I'm I'm really focused on what we're doing, uh, and 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 that's where my energy goes, and 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 that's just kind of how I, I go about not just this, but like anything. I try to be. I think that's one thing about our brand too that is is really neat. It's it's a positive. Mm-hmm brand we don't we're you know okay i think i, I did pitch a a, a t-shirt oh, the warriors blew a 3-1 lead um uh-huh. the, the nba didn't go go for that one uh but um you know that would be <laughs> that would be one of those instances where, where maybe we were we're kicking someone when, when they're down although you know that's five years ago now but by yeah, and large it was, worth it. it was worth it come on right. <laughs> it was worth it. Uh, we're from yeah. cleveland it was worth it <laughs> yeah Every, everything i think that we do here or try to do is is certainly focused on uplifting and, and, and building something positive. Uh, so I, it's harder to speak to the competitors and, and things like that. Like we're aware of what's going on and, you know, we're aware of what, what shirts other companies are doing, mm-hmm. uh, but some of the day-to-day and you know, things like that and, and whatnot, like obviously everyone's, everyone has a right to, you know, their, their fan bases and, and things like that. But um, yeah, I think, you know, what we do is, is pretty, is pretty neat. Uh, and hopefully, you know, other, other brands and, and other companies are, are trying to emulate what we do because, I think if, if that were, were happening, that's that's a good thing. So absolutely, it's a great compliment. And so um, let me ask you this, and, and everybody knows there's an underwritten, unscripted rule where if I ask you a question, you can't answer, don't answer, shouldn't answer, whatever. You just say pass, and we'll pass. But can we peek behind the curtain a second? So you just mentioned it because you guys pump out a shirt like you're on top of the memes. Like there's those waves, especially now in today's generation with social media, there's a phrase that catches on. There's something somebody says in a, in a ball game, MFL, NBA, whatever it might be. Some, you know, something happens or you got a lot of 80 stuff. So let me, let me ask you that. I know, for example, NBA jam, which I'm of the generation when NBA jam was the bomb and you know, that was just the game. So what does it look like? Do you, do you have to, from a marketing perspective, you guys, I imagine, have to have rights deals all the time. Like, is it is it like 
it's hard to ask this. Like, I don't, I don't know how to ask the question, but are you guys constantly in the in the legal room, like talking through? <laughs> you know, what I mean, I don't know how else to ask the question. I'm not not that bright. So, how are you guys constantly in a room with with a bunch of lawyers saying, okay, we can say this, but we can't say that, or we can use this and we can't use that because you're you're the stuff on your site. You've got great stuff, and it's all it's all memorable, and and that's what that's what I think so many people love about your company. There's there's always those memorable, iconic, you know, images. What's it like to get that, and and how hard is it for you guys to get that? Are you constantly in the in the conference room with attorneys? <laughs> um, not not as know. much as the uh, with the attorneys. Um, you know, we have relationships with NBA, Major League Baseball. Um, and then we've got, you know, we're, we we don't have an NHL license, but we do have a relationship with uh, the Blue Jackets. And same thing with, you know, with with uh, Columbus SC crew SC. We don't have an MLS license, but we've got a great relationship with the team. And both, you know, all of those entities, we do um, wholesale product for team shops, uh, you know, for the teams and things like that. Um, so those those relationships are there. Uh, and yeah, so any design that we want to do that. You know where we've got a partner uh, like MLB or NBA uh, or WWE for you know is, is another example. Like all those designs go through their uh, you know their their teams for approval, and they'll say, hey, you can't say this. You got to you, you got to change this. And you know after you submit, I don't know, 100, 200 designs or whatever it is, you kind of get a feel for what they will approve or what they won't approve. Um, you know Ohio State, obviously, you know we're licensed through. I mean that's our our biggest yes. our biggest arm of our, our of our businesses is with with osu so all that stuff's got to go through uh you know those entities for approval um so you know i think we've got great rela relationships and i don't manage all those relationships all the time but uh we generally like nba playoffs right now if, if there's a moment that happens in one of the games tonight and we want to jump on it tomorrow uh you know our contacts i feel like at the nba are, are pretty responsive hey you know we like this yes go do it sometimes it might take a day or two sometimes they're they're fast you know and it's the same day because they they understand too that you know a lot of these things are hyper relevant in that moment and if you drag your feet on on something you're going to miss out on it and it's you know there's going to be a new story tomorrow a, a new playoff game tomorrow right. new moments and memories are being made all the time so um you know from that respect it's uh you know i think you know our team's done a great job over the years of of working in establishing relationships with you know there's big groups and small groups and groups all, all you know sizes in between now for something uh like the browns uh so that's an instance we don't have an nfl license and so we steer clear of i mean we can't say browns on a, on a shirt we can't you know there's other things we can't use player names now we have we we're free to go out and make relationships with individual players um and every league is a little bit different on how how many players you can interact with and you know, at a certain point, do you have to carry a, you know, a players association license and in, in addition to the league license, it's, you know, I talk about licensing for days, for sure, <laughs> yeah. all the different yeah. hurdles and stuff like that. But um, for something like the, you know, for the NFL, so the Browns, you know, make the playoffs uh, last year, we had a couple of designs on deck. They're not trying to jinx anything, you know, where there's a lot of Cleveland fans working for the company, but like we have stuff on deck, you know, if, hey, if they beat Pittsburgh this week, and they make the playoffs. Here's what we're going to do, um, and we can kind of tiptoe around the the edges of what's licensed and what's unlicensed. Um, I mean, hey, we'd love to have an NFL license uh, <laughs> one day. Maybe we maybe we will. Um, so we definitely there's a gray area there that you know we play in. And a lot of other brands are the, are the same way. 
Um, you want to be able to speak to those moments. You got to be careful of what you what you say and don't say. And then, you know, obviously, if if an organization reaches out and says, hey, like, you can't do this or like, what's going on here? Our first, you know, our first hope is, hey, let's make, you know, let's let's put an agreement together. Um, you know, let's let's see if we can work something out. And, you know, some some companies are into that. Some are just, you know, are, are less interested. So um it's it's just one of those things. I think we've gotten pretty good at it over the over the years of knowing oh, yeah. kind of yeah. where that line is, mm -hmm. getting close to it, not not going over it. Um, but it's certainly you know a gray area for for a lot of folks uh, that are you know have businesses similar to ours who who want to be able to speak to those moments in real time when they mm -hmm. happen, uh, but maybe don't have you know all the all these you know agreements with with you know different organizations and things like that so uh, it definitely is you know we we try to keep our ear to the ground like you said you know if something catches on on social mm -hmm. media mm -hmm. uh, you know our, our social team will hey this is this is on fire right now let's figure out how to speak to it um, sometimes that involves a product release you know something new sometimes it's you know just reposting or or whatever uh, it just kind of depends but we definitely rely on them I I'm not very good at social media. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I, you know, swipe through Twitter a little bit, <laughs> yeah. you know, for long enough to to feel like the world is 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 going to end tomorrow, <laughs> and, right. and I gotta turn it off. Uh, but you know, the social team they keep you know they keep their ear to the ground on on that kind of stuff, and um, it, it really is it's a collaborative effort too. If if uh, you know if something's happening and you know I'm not aware of it or you know our product team isn't aware of it or or you know if someone from the stores is like hey like this is happening we should be you know we should be talking about it like those ideas uh, a lot will come from all over the place within the company which is sometimes kind of confusing but also uh, you know I think has given us some of our our biggest wins over the years with with respect to uh, you know launching a t-shirt in right in the moment when 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 something's taken off. So, right. So, and I think you've answered a lot of this and thank you for, for really coloring inside the lines for me. Cause I, I didn't say that very well. Licensing, I think is the word I was looking for, but um, so let's just say just hypothetical uh, Baker Mayfield walks out the field and he says, I felt like, I, I, what did he say? Something about dangerous. What did he say? Woke up, not, woke up feeling dangerous. Woke up feeling dangerous. So let's just say you guys hear that somebody from your team hears that. What's that process like? And I think you just you covered this a lot, but let's just you know for what's the Cliff Notes version? Somebody's sitting there watching TV and they say, "Man, that is that is going to blow up on us." Does like I imagine there's phone calls or texts that take place to say, "Hey, welcome feeling dangerous, get it in production." Like, is that how that works? Pretty much, yeah. There's yeah, a lot of texting will go on. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I would say that's generally how it works. Hey, so and so just said this. What do we think? Uh, and and then from there it's you know, trying to piece it together. What does it look like? You know, do we have a relationship with this person or, or you know, this entity already? Um, you know, is there a, a lot of times too, like we, we want to, um, you know, we want to move fast. So like it, it's, it's, you, you just got to kind of go. <laughs> yeah. Go you almost have it. to be first to market. Like, you know what I mean? Cause there's probably a million other people that also heard that that said, we got to go get that done. And so is there a race that takes place you know what I mean? Like, or you said it, I think there's probably things that are helpful. So let's say the Bulls have won five championships and they're about ready, ready to win their six. You've probably got a, a you know, a t-shirt or something ready. As soon as they win it, it hits the market. But yeah. then you have those viral moments when somebody says something that I have to think. And if I'm going too much of this, I'm just fascinated I, yeah. by it. with a marketing mind. I'm fascinated by how this works and always have been. 
that moment happens instantaneously. Somebody at the Academy Awards, somebody at the yeah, the ESPYs, somebody says something and you're like, that is going to be a shirt. And I have to think there's a whole lot of people making those same texts to their teams. What's, you know, I mean, are, are you guys like in that or are you just like, you know what, let's just, you know, we'll, we'll take it. And because everything that you all do is so professional and well done. There's a difference between being first to market, but then also being well done, you know, and, and yeah. giving up who you are. So do you guys fight that too? Yeah, I think trying to, that, that balance is important. I mean, you know, being first is less meaningful if the product stinks, you know, right. or if, or if the story just isn't quite, you know, isn't quite all the way there. Um, so yeah, being first is important, but it's, I, I wouldn't say it's important. Being fast is important, I think, rather than being first, because the moments, um, well, well, first, you know, I think, you know, folks, a lot of times will say, okay, well, what's, you know, what's homage's response to, to something like this, right? Uh, I like their t-shirts. That's where I want to go. And, you know, other brands have their, their following too. Right. Um, and you know, it, we could be first, we could have the best story or, you know, what we think is the best story. But, you know, if, if another brand has, you know, their, their followers and, and, you know, their, their loyal fan base, you know, they could have something come later, you know, so depending on your fan base too, like, you don't, I think it's more being fast and being first because what we find a lot of times is, you know, those moments they catch fire and it's like a flash in the pan. And then, you know, two or three days later, maybe not two or three days, but two or three weeks later, it's onto something else. And there's a different story that has people's uh, attention right now. Right. Um, so if you kind of wait, you know, a week or two weeks, the moment's kind of passed, you've missed that, missed that kind of that natural momentum or that groundswell right. that's, that's taken place in, you know, the social space or, or wherever else. So uh, we def there's definitely, you know, wanting to be fast is, is part of it. Yeah. Um, getting it right is, is a big part of it too. And, you know, there's times where there's, there's probably been instances that where we've been fast and maybe didn't get it, didn't get the story right, or it just didn't connect the way we thought it would. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's, it's hard to predict. I mean, there's things where I remember when the Browns went, I know we've talked about Cleveland <laughs> quite a bit here. That's fine. Um, <laughs> but when the Browns went four and zero in the preseason, the year they went zero and 16, which fun fact, by the way, two teams, have gone zero and sixteen, the Lions and the Browns, and both of those teams went four and zero in the preseasons before those, right? <laughs> before those seasons. So go figure. Oh, um, but when that, that. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, when that was happening, um, it's like, hey, the you know, because we were bad at that time, and so like the yeah. shirts were coming out for Cleveland are more aspirational. You know, one day or like we love draft day because it's you know we're not losing or it's like. Whatever, right? Yeah, like we, we we had you know shirts for when we snapped the losing streak. We had shirts ready for when we had you know won two games in a row for the first time in however many years. Um, but you know when the preseason was happening, and it's like, all right, if the Browns win tonight, like we don't have much else to celebrate because the team's not very good. Like, let's come out with this undefeated preseason champs tee. And that came back, you know, that idea came from our our uh, merchandise our merchandising lead at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like. You know, I remember being at the office the next day and we're getting the details together. And, you know, my boss at the time looked over and said, like, is this is this really worth it? Like all this, you know, we're dropping everything right now to do this Browns 4-0 preseason champs tee. Like, is it really worth it? I was like, yeah, I think it could be pretty good. Like, you know, Browns fans, like we get excited over whatever we can. Right. And so we did it and, and it just, I mean, we sold thousands of them. I mean, it was just a top seller immediately. So you don't always know what's going to yeah. hit. And there's been other times where we've done stuff where it's like, all right, this is going to be really good. We've, 
you know, we're, we've checked all the boxes here. Um, you know, we've got a great design. It's a topical moment. We've got people, you know, in the social space ready to post about it and we do it and nothing, right? Crickets. So it, right. you just don't know. So you got to swing at, you know, when those pitches come across the plate, you got to swing at them because mm. you, you're, if you, if you don't, uh, you, you might strike out, that's fine, but you're not going to get any, you know, you, you're going to miss out on, on some big wins too, if, if you, if you don't. So it's definitely something that we're accustomed to. And I, you know, kind of jokingly said at the beginning, you know, in, in March last year, kind of, you know, when, when we were working from home and, all the sports seasons were canceled and, you know, obviously there's a lot of serious stuff going on. Mm-hmm. We've practiced for this in some way for a long yeah. time because we've always kind of had, uh, you know, a, not like a scramble mentality, but we've always been nimble enough to react in real time to things that are going on. Um, and so, you know, when, when COVID was really just kind of, you know, forcing everyone to stay home and, and, you know, can't go into work and we've got to totally retool the marketing calendar because all the sports are, are over for this season or postponed. Um, you know, we really had to shift pretty, you know, pretty quickly. And so some of that, <laughs> some of that lent itself to, to being able to do that, uh, you know, about you know, a year and a half ago, whatever year, year and a few months ago, yeah. uh, when everything was, was going. So. Well, and, and I think it's important when you, and I learned this many years in, in my, my years in business is um, there's, you know, there's the ocean line and there's the jet ski. Uh, and it sounds like you guys are are able to be the jet ski because the ocean liner takes a whole lot longer to turn around. You said nimble, you know. I guess from a, from a, um, a a thought perspective, it's a lot easier to turn around that jet ski than it is to turn around that ocean liner. It, are so are you guys nimble enough? To, and you almost have to be in this industry, I would think. Yeah, there's definitely. I mean, there's definitely advantages to being an ocean liner. To mm-hmm. I would think, um, you know, having a little bit of you know uh, proficiencies in in both you know, being able to be, you know, uh, an ocean liner and a jet ski almost at the same time, I, I guess is the, whatever you call that watercraft. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm uh, not very nautical. I don't know. <laughs> but we, we definitely have that, that mentality and it's a small team. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of the big moments that the brand has had over the years have come from those, you know, those instances where we have been able to flip a switch and, and chase an opportunity or chase an idea pretty quickly, you know, other things like, you know, work, being able to work with the NBA and major league baseball, those conversations took, you know, years to, to work through. So that's, right, you know, more right. of your ocean liner type of stuff. Right. Um, and it's funny, there's, there's a quote, uh, someone, um, from MLB leadership, uh, when we were, you know, first kind of, uh, a licensee for, for MLB he says there's things to, to keep with the nautical, uh, references. He said, there's things you can do as a pirate. <laughs> hey, we're from Cleveland. <laughs> right. It's like, there's things you can do. Yeah. <laughs> there's things you can do as a, as a pirate that you can't do when you're in the Navy. Um, and so that's like an interesting way to look at it too. Like there's a lot of stuff we can do with the, you know, with a jet ski mentality and turn things mm-hmm. around quickly. Um, and then there's a lot of stuff where it, it's, you have to be a lot more planned out, a lot more disciplined, um, and a lot more, uh, I don't know, like playing by the rules is the right way to put it. But, um, for other, you know, for other areas of the business, that's, you know, those things are, those, those things are important. So we've definitely had, you know, some, some, some tough learning, uh, you know, learning opportunities over the years where, mm-hmm. you know, things didn't always go as we had anticipated or have, you know, planned and, you know, the business has had to make some tough decisions at times. Um, and, you know, that's just part of the game. Yeah. You know, 
from time to time, but I, I think, you know, with, with both of those, uh, know, outlooks or, 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 uh, thing items in the Marina, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> we've been, we've been able to overcome quite a bit. And I think, you know, we've got whatever boat we're driving is, is definitely going in the right direction right now. I yeah, so. no doubt. Uh, and it's one of, it's a, I tell you, it's a lot of people's favorite brand. Like I said, a lot of people, um, you know, feedback to me, oh, man, I love their shirts. I hear that all the time. Like people just love your shirt. And so let, let's talk a little bit, if you don't mind, um, just the quality of shirt. Like you guys, it's not just a t-shirt, you know, I can go get a t-shirt anywhere. Like you guys make a quality brand shirt that people just love. And I think it's a comfort thing. It's a local thing. I mean, what, what is it that you think that, that what's the, what's the, um, what's the thing that gets people to love that shirt so much? Yeah, I think that's, you know, one of the things that I know Ryan, uh, you know, who started this company, uh, he kind of felt like, hey, I love, you know, Ohio State, you know, you go to the store or you go online and you shop for Ohio State product. And, you know, you get this heavy cotton shirt that isn't all that comfortable or, you know, maybe it doesn't have, you know, the, the kinds of storytelling that um, appeal to folks, you know, my age or, you know, people that are into the things that I'm into. Mm -hmm. So I think he just felt like there was a real opportunity or a hole in the marketplace there for, um, a more premium t-shirt. Uh, you know, yeah, it's people, I, you know, I worked at, at our Easton store when I, when I first started here, I worked at our Easton store, you know, people come in, oh, 30, 32, well, at the time it was, it was 28, but $28 for a t-shirt and they'd scoff at the price a little bit. It's like, I, I, I get that. I totally understand it. Yeah. You know, I, I went to college where I took anything that was free that came my way. Right. <laughs> I went to many meetings for clubs for, for things for that I had things. no idea about just so I can get, you know, free dinner and stuff like right. that or whatever else it was. Right. Um, so I, I totally get that. And I, you know, don't, I am not trying to, you know, slam anyone who thinks for 28 sure. bucks is a lot. It is a lot of money for a t-shirt. I understand. Right. But I think what we try to offer with, you know, with that is something that you want to wear over and over and over and over again. Um, and you want to come back and get another one because it's comfortable. And when you're looking at your closet and you've got, you know, those, you know, two or three t-shirts in there that, you know, really like the way they fit, or you really like the way they feel, that's the one that you end up grabbing. Um, maybe more, more often than, than some of the others. So I think that was, you know, kind of how it started, uh, with Ryan, um, you know, just kind of recognizing that, you know, Hey, there's, there's, there's a market for a $28 t-shirt or a $32 t-shirt. Um, you know, we're not, you know, we're not just getting a, you know, a Hanes, you know, cotton, hundred percent cotton tea and, and throwing logos on it. Uh, we're going to develop a fit that we think we like. Um, and I know that, that over the years, that's kind of the fit has kind of been in different places right, <laughs> right. When, you know when you bought it and stuff like that we're mm -hmm. always trying to get better at it um uh, but that i mean i think that was kind of the goal was to try to find something that felt you know filled that need within the within the marketplace so well, i think you guys nailed it clearly um it's you know it's a brand that that people recognize and it's a brand that people love that it's because you said like that not all t-shirts are the same you know um I won't, we won't talk about what we did in college to get free t-shirts. Right. Let's move on. It's unscripted. Um, uh, so, so that you, you've touched on it a few times. How did you end up at, 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 uh, what was your, what was your path through homage? It sounds like you started at the Easton store. And so let's start there. There is a store at Easton. So you all have a retail store. Is there more than one or is that the, the only one? Uh, we've got two in Columbus. So there's also one in the short North on high street, uh, okay. like pretty much 
uh, Hubbard and High the intersection down there. Okay. Um, and then we've got two in Cleveland, one at the Crocker Park Mall out on the west side, and then Pinecrest is, and they're, they're these they're all kind of like that Easton style mall where it's kind right. of like outdoor lifestyle uh, shopping center. And then Pinecrest is another location um, that we've got more on the east side, uh, up in up in Cleveland. Um, and then in Cincinnati, we have two stores as well uh, in the Over the Rhine neighborhood um, on Vine Street, and then um, in the Liberty Center uh, uh, Mall there. So nice. uh, six stores in all, which you know, kind of got the the three C's in, in Ohio covered uh, with there you Columbus go. and and Cincinnati. But yeah, uh, the. The Short North store was our first store. That was originally in the alley, the the Brickell Street alley uh, there. But that was our first store. Um, so we had been around for about three years before that store opened. And then, oh, homage trivia. Uh, I did win homage trivia at our holiday party this past year. And I can't remember the year that we moved from the alley out onto High Street downtown. But um, the Short North store is, was our first store. But Easton's our biggest store. Um, and uh yeah that we opened our eastern store in july of 2012 uh and so i, I started right around that time i started in june of of 2012 and did some training at the short north store because the the eastern store hadn't opened yet uh, but yeah i mean at the time that was going to be a, a summer job for me um you know coming off of uh i was teaching i was teaching uh shout out to grandview class of 2014 I believe it was, but uh, I all those students I had as uh, as freshmen, um, uh, freshman English students back in back in 2011. So it's coming off of that. That was a, a sub position, a, a long term sub position. Um, so I didn't have anything really lined up for the next school year, and was like I said, just working, just picked up what I thought was going to be a part time summer job. Uh, mm -hmm. I had known Ryan. Uh, through Ultimate Frisbee. So I play Ultimate quite a bit. Um, excited that, uh, and I've just gone off on all these tangents, but we've our summer league is coming back this year because we didn't have awesome. it last year, obviously. So that starts next month. Um, but I had met Ryan through through Ultimate Frisbee, and then um, I worked at CD1025 uh, for, man, I worked there for 10 years as like a promotions marketing uh, uh person, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. So that was also a part-time job. Again, you know, coming out of college, just whatever jobs mm -hmm. I, I could get, I was, I was taking them. Um, and then, uh, so my, my boss at the radio station worked now, he was the marketing director over at Homage. So I had some familiarity of, of some folks that were there, um, was just texting people, hey, you got, any, you got anything that's available for, you know, I, I don't know what I'm looking for. I'm just looking, <laughs> looking to, to work hard and, and whatnot. So uh, yeah, I started at the Easton store, and so we opened we opened that store uh, back in, in like I said, July of 2012. And then I was just kind of got poached a little bit for projects, uh, like, hey, we are going to set up a booth at Comfest. Mark, do you want to like, you know, because that's what I did at the radio station as well. Um, and so my, you know, my boss from the radio station uh, was, you know, just pulling me in for random mm -hmm. things. Uh, kind of over on, you know, the the office side or the you know H homage HQ as we call it. Um, and then just kind of over time got absorbed, uh, into that side of the business, uh, just doing things. And then like, like a lot of folks at homage, your role just kind of expands as the company grows. Right. Um, so yeah. And I think my current role, I've been in it since 20, I want to say 20, maybe 2016, 2017, 
Um, but again, you know, kind of, it, it's just an evolution as the, as the brand has grown, mm-hmm. uh, you know, different people take on different responsibilities and there's just a lot more work to do now than there were, there was, you know, five years ago or 10 years ago or, or 14 years ago. So, um, I think that's exciting. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of folks have experienced a similar track record here. Uh, you started off doing one thing and, and now like you're, you're, you know, you've been here a long time, you're doing something different, but, um, you know, you've, you've. You know, everyone that's here, I think, has made quite a bit of you know contributions over the years to to the brand, and uh, I, I think you know you can pretty much ask everyone's fingerprints that work for for homage. I feel like are in the the, the, the brand, uh, yeah. you know, in the product, yeah. in what we do, um, which is really cool. So, um, yeah. you know, that's the benefit I think a lot of times of, of a small business. Um, mm-hmm. You can you can have that kind of impact. So, that's I guess awesome. that's a, a little bit a little bit about about my journey through the, through the company, but that's awesome. All right. Um, since you play ultimate Frisbee, do you know MKBHD? Do you know who that I, is? I don't I know, know if I, it's my nerdy side now uh, on YouTube. He pretty much reviews everything, but he's an ultimate Frisbee guy. Oh, okay. I'll have so, to, I'll have to look. He's got a massive following on YouTube. I'll, uh, <laughs> so I'll random. Check it out. Welcome to unscripted MKBHD. He, he pretty much, he hangs out with like, What's his name? Elon Musk and all those guys and gets all the newest products. I'm, I'm a nerd. So there you go. MKBHD. Look him up because you've probably played against him. I would think if you play an ultimate Frisbee. So is there a team in Columbus? Um, there's it's mostly like club teams uh, okay. and things like that. Um, there's a couple of professional leagues. I don't I haven't kept up with them too much. Columbus had a pro, uh, a pro team. Um, man, 2000. 2012 maybe it was right around that time we had a, a team for one season uh the owner i think lost a bunch of money and and stiffed a bunch of people on, on payments and that was the Perfect. end of the columbus team but a bunch of my buddies played uh play it was the columbus cranes um and and one one time i was with one of my friends we were at chipotle we were you know getting our, our drinks and these two kids they must have been i don't know 14 years old maybe and they came up oh and my buddy was wearing his Columbus Cranes jersey. Oh, you're 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 Natus, which is my my buddy Nate Body's nickname. Uh, can I have your autograph? And I was, I'm standing. I was like, you gotta be freaking kidding me! Like, wait, like of all the people too, my my buddy, of course, just a total ego stroke right there in the there Chipotle, having these these two kids ask for his autograph. So that's awesome. Defunct, uh, Columbus Cranes was was the team here in Columbus, but. Uh, we've had some like club teams over the years that have been pretty competitive. So Mad Cow was a team that was around here for a while, and they would go to nationals. Uh, they would make nationals maybe every other year or so, um, and then they merged with uh, with a team out of Michigan called High Five. And so it was like a, a combined Columbus Michigan team, and that was around for I don't know five or six years. And they were they would routinely go to the the nationals. They would make nationals each year, but that kind of broke up the team. Still High Fives. I, I don't know what happened. Everything <laughs> any anymore after last year, I feel is all in a whirlwind. So, I mean, you, anyone can create a team and you know register with with USA Ultimate and participate in the tournaments and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know what kind of what the landscape really looks like for some of the like the higher uh, comp- competitive Ultimate in in Columbus looks like. Uh, the women's team is really good. Uh, Fever, um, my old roommate used to be their their coach. Uh, so. Um, you know they do really well and we have a mixed team here as well um there's there's a there's a bunch of them but uh cocktails is in it's a it's a men's and women's team 
Yeah. That name. That's awesome. yeah. You can do the math there. Um, and and they're they're also like a, like a national caliber type of team. They can usually make that nationals tournament. So there's some good players uh, in and around in and around Columbus, Cleveland, uh, Cincinnati area for sure. So all right, MKBHD, look him up. I think he's on that pro circuit though. I it's MKBHD. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. It's Marcus Brownlee is his name. But okay. Yeah. He's kind of famous. All right, uh, you ready for rapid fire? Yeah, that's, and the, the, that's all right. Fire. So, and rapid fire, there may be some pass in here. I don't know. So, I'll I'll try my best to be as rapid as I can. Right. No, it's there's really no rapid. Uh, all right. So, did you guys create a crew with the new logo? <laughs> crew shirt. Uh, we logo. we haven't, and again, that goes back. We don't have an MLS license. And oh, so, okay. All right. I thought you said you did because I was like, how many of those did you have to throw away? So we already answered that question. So we yeah, we used to have an MLS license years okay. ago uh, fanatics pretty much dominates that space now so uh, yeah nudged out of that one but so, so well, no, there you go we, all right so let me ask you that and this always happens in rapid fire we end up going not rapid fire but so fanatics for example so is it so now here here's you guys on the jet ski not to go back to our nautical theme but you guys are cruising along on your jet ski or your whatever that other size boat is up <laughs> and then here comes an ocean liner like fanatics man do they just blow you out of the water and there's nothing you can do and this may be a past question i don't know but like do you guys find that a lot where uh, you know, whatever, like we may, we don't use company names, some company that's massive and has big old pockets and big old, you know, ties comes along and just gives you, puts you in their wake. Is that, does that happen often? Uh, yeah, it, it'll happen. Um, you know, I think one of the things that we're, we're good at, like we, we have relationships with fanatics where we do wholesale product okay. with them. Cool. Um, so like you can go on fanatics website and find homage product there, um, which I think is cool. So instead of, you know, trying to, uh, you know, make make a big enough wave in our jet ski to knock over the ocean liner. It's like, hey, yeah. can, we, can we come aboard for a little bit and hang out? <laughs> Permission to uh, board. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we, we like, I, I think, you know, everything we, like, we're not out to, like, I don't know. We, we want to have good relationships with these companies um, because, like you said, they're, they're you know, they're the behemoths in, in mm -hmm. the industry. Um, you want to be on their good side and, and you want to have relationships and, you know, they can give you business too. So mm -hmm. it's not like, it's fanatics or, or nothing. Um, but there are other times like, you know, with, uh, you know, we have an MBA license, we have an MBA, an MBPA license that allows us to do likenesses of, of MBA players. Um, but we can't, we can't do LeBron because he's got to deal with, with Nike. And so, you know, Nike kind of steps in and will say, Hey, like, this is our guy. Uh, now we we do stuff with the LeBron James Family Foundation, and we raise money, you know, through apparel for the LeBron James Family Foundation. But it's nice. It's, it's very tricky to work with, uh, you know, with some of the premier athletes if they've got, you know, a big brand deal elsewhere with a shoe company or you know a different apparel company. Like those companies have paid a lot of money to that that athlete or or superstar, you know, whatever that whatever the person is. Um, so you know, in that respect. I get them not wanting to share the, mm -hmm. you know, the, Hey, we paid millions of dollars to have access to this. Um, at the same time, you know, at the, you know, it's, it can be frustrating when we don't have millions of dollars to, right. to pay for you know, athletes. Right. But, you know, I think one of the things that we try to do is, is do cool stuff, uh, regardless of, you know, what the relationships are. And like LeBron has worn homage many times before. He's worn our Taco Tuesday tee. He's worn our <laughs> uh, Ultimate Warrior tee when he got off the plane. Like after with the trophy, Iconic. he was wearing an homage shirt. He wasn't wearing Iconic. a Nike shirt. I don't know if Nike was how pleased they were <laughs> with that necessarily. But yeah, um, like if you do that kind of stuff and you have good relationships and you know you keep the the doors open, uh, yeah. like 
good things will come your way, I feel. So yeah, um, it's a little bit of both. Yeah, sometimes it's frustrating when, you know, a brand kind of kicks you out, kicks you out of the boat. <laughs> mm-hmm. right, um, right, but right. a lot of times too, it, there's, there's opportunities to be able to work with, with them um, in, in various ways. So very All right, ra- that was rapid fire. Number one, <laughs> that, was, that, was, that, was, that was my fault, man. We diverted. We, we went way off course. All right. How many, how many almond shirts do you own? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, I, and I've got a list of ones that I know I want to buy because I haven't I haven't bought one in a while. Um, I probably own I probably own around maybe maybe a hundred, but a lot of those I will get like we will do like a a friends and family sale like once or yes. twice a year. Yes. And so I'll come through and it's like oh here's you know some five dollar shirts that were just you know been hanging around for forever. We're trying to get rid of these. And I'll, I'll get most of what I what I buy in those instances. So um, I always tell people, please, please, please do not buy me T-shirts as presents because I I don't have I can't wear them all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's your closet look like? Are they hung up? Are they folded up? Are they are they in stacks? Uh, I've got I've got a closet where I've got my favorites hanging up because okay. it's just easier to throw them on a hanger than to, yeah. to sit there and fold them. Although I I feel pretty good about my folding skills. Uh, and if you work at a <laughs> t-shirt shop for, right? for long enough, yeah, you'll you'll learn how to fold. <laughs> right, um, right. And then so I've got I've got some stacks in a in a in a dresser 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 drawers as well um, with some shirts. So I, I'd have to count them. I don't know. Um, and I'll donate some. You know, I'll periodically weed out some things that. I don't think I'll wear anymore, but I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a pack rat on, on some of that stuff. I don't yeah. like getting rid of old t-shirts. Yeah. Um, and I, th- there are certain t-shirts from my youth that I wish I still had. And I regret getting rid of them. Uh, Cause I guess you just never know. So yeah. T-shirts are personal, man. They, they all have some kind of meaning, right? And it goes back yeah. to the quote about, you know, Strange that some strangers become friends, man. You see, as somebody, even if that thing's cheesecloth, as soon as right, right. you see it, it doesn't matter what's on the front of it. We're we're friends. So, uh, what's your favorite one? Your favorite homage shirt. My favorite homage shirt. Oh man, uh, maybe the the we did a shirt when the Indians won twenty two games in a row back in twenty seventeen. Um, so we did two versions of that shirt. One said like history made. And then in the baseball, it had 22. And then I think, you know, it said Indians on there or something like that. Um, and then we did one for the team shop and I had to buy it full price because, <laughs> but we did one for the team shop where it had the, on the back, it had every game in the streak, the opponent and the score. And I really thought that was cool. That's very cool. And that streak, man, I tell you, we had uh, back-to-back double headers in the middle of that streak. Uh, we beat what was it? The Tigers and the Yankees, I think, in, in back-to-back double headers. Like, winning double headers is hard. Winning winning back-to-back double headers is really Crazy. tough. And then doing that in the midst of you know a 22-game win streak is, is pretty wild. So maybe that one would be one of my favorites. Um, yeah, I'll throw that one out there as, as my favorite. All right. Have you ever designed a shirt that went viral? <laughs> like one of your um, – did you come in and say, guys, we should do this, and, and it happened? Uh, I – I was really pushing. We we have a, a shirt for the cicadas uh, right now. I was really pushing for that. Um, I can't wait to see it. And that's that's been that's been one of our top sellers over the last you know over the last month or so. Uh, I didn't design it, but I was really really adamant that we should do something for it. Um, it's funny that you mentioned it. So uh, last week or the week before, Coach Stefanski stopped into my dad's store. Wow. And. Uh, which is really neat. And he's like, if you go in there, there's just like Brown's 
memorabilia and decor all over the place. My, my parents were season ticket holders from, you know, back before I was, I was born. Uh, and so he came into the store and I got my dad the shirt. It says, God bless our Polish coach on it. Um, and growing up, uh, like living in a Polish family, uh, we had a magnet on the fridge. It said, God bless our Polish Pope. Cause Pope John Paul II is, he's like the only, he's the only Polish Pope that has, he's the only one. Uh, so we had that magnet on our fridge as a kid, uh, growing up, it was just this little purple magnet, the size of like, uh, I don't know, like, like the, a quarter size of a credit card. Right. Mm. And it said, God bless our Polish Pope. So I wanted to do a shirt. It said, God bless our Polish coach, uh, for Stefanski when he won coach of the year and, uh, NFL coach of the year or whatever it was. And so we did it. Um, and so I bought it for my dad and I sent it to him and he never took it home <laughs> so at the store and, and Stefanski comes in and my dad's like, wait a second, I, I got this shirt. So he puts it on. And, uh, so there's a picture of my dad with, with coach Stefanski with my dad wearing the shirt. My sister tweeted about it. Um, and she was really excited, like so happy for my dad, you know, this kind of stuff. And I think it had over 5,000 likes, which is nuts because that's awesome. You know, I think maybe, the, the the most likes she probably ever had on a, on a tweet before that was, was maybe was maybe like i don't know 20. yeah that's awesome <laughs> uh so there that one go. was I, I advocated for that one uh and that's on my list of shirts i need to buy because i haven't i haven't picked it up yet but there you go. what does the hard. cicadas one say i'm dying to know right. what does the cicadas one say uh it's it says uh uh, I think it says like cicadas, the emergence tour 2021 or something <laughs> like that. And it's got a, a big cicada on there. Um, Perfect. It's perfect. All right. Hopefully we'll sell a couple of those because of this episode. I don't know, right. but, man, you're off the hook. That's all that, that's all I have. I've asked you a million questions. I could talk marketing all day because I love the, the whole concept. Hopefully people have found this interesting, but man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys. I really appreciate you guys. Like I said at the beginning, just getting behind and, and just pushing just a little bit of wind into the sails of this thing. And who knows where this thing's going to go? I might, I'm not even on the jet ski. I'm a sailboat. You all are on the jet ski. There's ocean liners. I'm just trying to, I'm I might, I might even be in a canoe, <laughs> just paddling, trying to Hopefully, trying to get yeah. going. As long as you're, you're holding down. water, you and, and not not sinking. I, I think you'll be all right. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm on the I'm on the rough rough waters of Lake Erie, but no, I appreciate it, and uh, I really mean it. You guys, you guys were great, and uh, huge fan of yours and everything you do. And I appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks, much appreciated. Thanks for the invite. Uh, if you need me back anytime, happy to, happy to jump on. Uh, I, I don't think either of the either of us are fans of brevity, so I feel like we can we can go and go can and go chat all day. That's after right. Quite some time. So you're in the right line of work, man. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. And, but but one more thing. And so on that point, to your point exactly. One more thing. Homage.com, right? H H M. I can't even spell. H O M A G E dot com. Correct. That's it. Yep. Six letters. Right. That's it. You can pronounce right, it cool. however, however you want, but that is but that is how you spell it. Yeah. <laughs> and I will have the links in the post and everything else that I put up. But man, I appreciate you guys. Good luck to you. Uh, hope I hope everything just continues to just win for you guys. And and uh, I'm just a fan. I'm a fan. Thanks, Thanks. so much. That's very very much appreciated. Happy happy to be on here and, and tell a little bit about our story and, and hopefully uh, we'll get something together in the future and, and, and have that. So. Sounds fun, man. Appreciate I appreciate it. it. This has been the latest episode of the Unscripted Podcast with your host, Aaron Conrad, from his studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard. Make sure to like, share, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platforms. Also, make sure to check out my song, Great and Mighty One, on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your music. 
We'll be back with another great guest soon. We'll see you next time.